Hey there, friend. It's Betsy. In the last episode, I talked about how my son, Odie, was going in for another open heart surgery. And I just wanted to check in and let you know that his surgery went great. It went perfectly. He's home. He's healthy. He's back to running around doing all his normal stuff. But just to give me time to take care of my son after his surgery, and to get my own head together. Jessica Elena Eason, frequent guest and co-host, is actually hosting this episode solo. So take a listen, and I will be back in two weeks. Welcome, everybody, to Why Mommy Drinks, a very special episode because neither Betsy, or is it neither, Betsy or Amanda is here. Instead, it's the co-host, 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 Jessica Elena Eason, or Jessica Allen, you know me, the woman of too many names, Um, and I have an amazing guest today. She is hilarious and gorgeous, which we'll talk about. It's true, and just an amazing woman. All the way through. She, her name is Marika Deminchik. She is an actress. She is a mother. She is a wife. She is a baker and a planker, which I want to talk about. And her baking. Yeah. Both. Will both. You? Amazing. Uh, Hi, and she's everyone. coming. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Oh, we're so excited. Um, uh, I'll just get to, I met Marika through, I used, I mean, I guess I still do teach improv, as you all know, on this podcast. And one day... We had a class, and Marika was there, and um, she was wonderful. And I think it was the how, best I, thing I did. It was right after I had my third yes. baby. So I was gonna say she me. has three kids. Yeah, hi Go. guys. I have three kids. I've been acting professionally for a very long time—twenty-one years this year. Wow! Congratulations. Um, thank you so much. Um, I mean. It could be better, but no, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's pretty great. I mean, it's you worked, great. I you worked during the pandemic, which you know yes. what? Which is kind of, which is amazeball. Amazing. And great. And like, you know, we all have our own paths and blah, blah, True. blah. But True. anyway, so after I had my third kid, you know, having kids in Hollywood and not being like a, like a famous you know, where you just get offered jobs left and right kind of thing. And you have to audition and hit pavement, which is what I've been doing pretty much for 21 years. But that's right. Um, Yeah, it's hard to get back in. It's such a hustle, man. It is like the true hustle. (laughs) And after kids, it gets a little bit harder, you know, after each one to just get your body back. More importantly, also your brain back in the game. And, um, you know, it's competitive. And, you want to just be like the best you can be, but you're pulled in different directions after you become a mom and, you know, you get a little more choosy, which is yes. funny, especially when you don't have people like banging down your door in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, I don't know. Um, anyway, long story short, after I had my third baby, Conrad, when he was about 14 months old and like yep. really sleeping through the night and like, fine, I really was antsy to get back to acting. Like I wanted it's so bad, but I did not feel ready to go full blown back to pilot season auditioning and all yes. that. I'm like, I was just like not ready mentally or physically. And I always, always wanted to try improv because I love comedy. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sign up for a UCB class and see how it goes. And she did. <laughs> and, and, she I did. and I did. And I showed up and I showed up and I ended up doing it for the whole year. I graduated in a year. Yeah. You were my teacher for so many of the classes. <laughs> yes. It was amazing. I remember like, <laughs> 
no one knowing I was married and no one knowing I had kids for like quite a long time. I just like went sweats, no makeup. How did that <laughs> feel? Like, I feel like I, I, uh, that's what I was saying. I didn't know. I assumed just to let you know, when I teach all these uh-huh. classes, a lot of times everyone's between the ages of, you know, I don't know, 19 and maybe, maybe 30. Yeah. Um, it's a young I was crew. Old. I was old, guys. Guys, I was old. Well, I'm the oldest person <laughs> in the room. But then it was, but it's like, it's always so refreshing when someone's like, oh, I have, I'm married. You're, it's like the whole class was like, oh, yeah. Like, because people are like, they can't believe it. And they're like, oh my goodness, what's that like? And then if yeah. you then say you have children, people are yes. on, like, right? People lose their mind. Yes, they lost then, their mind. I think yeah. I was the only person in all of the classes in the whole entire year. I was married and had three kids. <laughs> I think so too. That was I think not you a, were. that was not a teacher or whatever. You know what I no, mean? Just I like agree. as a student. Yeah. Yes, agreed. I mean, Uh-oh. when you t- when you told me you had three kids, I fell on the floor because Marika, <laughs> I mean, is like I said, gorgeous, and I know she was on her Aww. journey back to her. Like you said, like this industry, like you know who you are in this industry. Like, luckily for me, right. <laughs> I am not a glam puss actress. Yeah. <laughs> I am a character actress, and so well, that's what I want to be. Hence, well, the improv. Listen, no, and Marika is, but Marika's gorgeous. I mean, it's just that thing of like, Dang. oh my and god, it's it's not it's not because I don't love myself, audience. I do, but you You're know gorgeous. who you are in this right. business, right? We yeah. know who we are. We know we go. I just know more. what parts. I just know that's what, what parts I, get set my way, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. After this third baby. I'm saying, like Marika's gonna be asked. That's what Marika's gonna be asked to be be in a bikini next to a pool, and I'm gonna be the person cleaning up the martinis at the pool. (laughs) So I have a little more leeway, and I bring that up because Marika had three kids and like in succession, right? I mean, how what's the age difference between them? I mean, I I I did the thing where like I read all this stuff and I was like, what's the best for your body, like like space wise for children? And a lot of articles say. 18 months, like that you have your, everything is back in your body after 18 months of giving birth. So literally when like Melina was 18 months, I got pregnant with Keller. When Keller was 18 months, we started trying for Conrad. So they're all two and a half years apart. So the ages right now are 11, nine, and my baby is six. I know he's not a baby, but I'll keep calling him my baby. No, he's your baby. He's your baby. (laughs) I love that. Oh my goodness. My, yeah. and my, I should say my, I have two boys and my kids are eight and a half and four and a half. And mm-hmm. I did not do that thing for my baby, my baby body as once again. I mean, I don't character. know if that's no, I'm true. kidding. I also had I infertility issues. <laughs> so that, right. that, um, which I clearly I talk about fortunate. all the time. Right. I was very fortunate. I had, um, one miscarriage pre Molina. Yes. And then knock on wood, everything was just, um, fine, natural, you know, yeah. It was funny because every pregnancy was completely different. Yes. But all no surprises, no except Conrad at the end. He got he he was in the NICU for a minute, but nothing, absolutely nothing serious or bad. It was just like the only one of my kids that like went straight to the incubator and they like freaked me out. No, it was it's, scary. it's scary. It's scary. It, it yeah. is scary. Especially Both of my like, kids Yeah, we're in the NICU. So I I feel oh, you. Yeah. It's yeah. scary. And and then, you know, I went in with a, a perspective of like okay but these other babies have been in here for some serious stuff or longer like yeah out your baby's gonna be fine he swallowed some meconium or whatever yes. it was that yes. he wasn't breathing and and it was okay but I remember I really remember that being so jarring and scary that I looked at to Scott my husband Scott and I said um I think we're done I, I don't want to do this again because it freaked me out so badly yeah like, no more, I don't blame like, you three babies like so fortunate that they're all healthy and everything, but it like puts stuff into perspective. Whereas I had Keller 
you know, my best friend came to the hospital with like some boob and some sushi at like <laughs> midnight. <laughs> and it was just like a no big deal. Like, here's the baby. Ah. Cut to like, oh man, I can't even hold my own kid for a day. That really, you know, you're just so emotional also when you give oh, birth. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy to not, especially when you've had the other experience, right? Like not to yeah. have them, like you said, hold your baby, have the baby near yeah, you. It's a I very think jarring it's, experience. It's a very like, it's just I wasn't ready for it. And it's funny because I feel like although all three of my pregnancies were um, not, did not end up in C-section or anything, like Melina, I was an emergency induced, which that's is right, a funny I story. That. Yes, yes. Is so that's Keller. I didn't know I was in labor because I never went into natural labor on my own with Melina, but I guess I had been laboring all day and then it hit like a freight train. We got to the hospital. He's born within like two hours. It was wow. Because I was like, you know, and then Conrad was kind of a, he was born first of all in the afternoon, which is weird to me because both yeah. my other kids were born in the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Connie was just like, easy breezy like the only weird thing on the way to the hospital with Connie is that Scott stopped at Starbucks and like legit did not ask me if I wanted anything and I was like in labor on the way to the hospital and like, he gets in with his coffee I was like oh you got your coffee are you are you fine it, maybe I wanted one he's like I don't know if you're allowed to have it I'm like I'm not in the hospital yet they can't tell me what to do <laughs> maybe I want a coffee um, and it was we were so chill and it was so easy and he like taped the whole thing set up a GoPro I'm not really earth mother in that way but my yeah. husband is very into the childbirth of it all really you know, to each his own oh yeah he thinks I've it's never like a heard miracle that. Oh, my he thinks <gasps> it's like a miracle and amazing I mean, it is a miracle. and it's uh, it is but i don't, know, is. I don't know if i'd want to watch it i have to say no. i don't think i'd ever uh-uh. want to see it for, i didn't want my to see own it. births <laughs> he would be like he would be he would be like open your eyes look and like a mirror i was like i don't want to i was like absolutely not i was like my eyes were so shut so hard i was like i just want the baby out um so it was so chill and easy and then all of a sudden you know those alarms go off yeah wrong with the baby and a flood of human beings and yes. it was just i just really wasn't expecting it you know no, and i, and I, mean, I yes. felt like i had like an open mind after having melina so you know that was like five years prior and i remember the best advice i ever got was don't have a plan <laughs> or like think yes. of what you want but don't be so hellbent on your plan because it might not happen like if you're like anti-c-section or anti-drugs or you just have to for me it calmed me down to just go with the flow and see, you know, be educated enough to know kind of the way I wanted to birth. Yes. But not be yes. so set in stone with it because that can mess you up like mentally. No, <laughs> you know, a thousand times, yes. If you really want want it this way or a V-back or whatever it is that you want so badly. Yes, because sometimes, um, like you said, like it really comes – someone gave me that advice too and I thought it was great advice because I think it's – and it's also they were like the baby's going to tell you what's going to need yeah, to happen. Exactly. So let the baby tell you. Yeah, um, so which I, I was always open. Some people have bad experiences because the hospitals push stuff and yes, it's true. Right. Well, that's why can, I say educate yes, yourself. So yes. know like what's what. Like if you're right. getting induced with Pitocin, know that they can let you labor for quite a bit before yes. they go C-section. Yes. If, if, if the baby's not harmed, you know, right. if the yeah. blood pressure is fine and all of that. So like, but in, in all of that, weirdly, I never <laughs> thought like something would be wrong with like the baby, <laughs> no, which is course. naive, but good, but good, I guess I was protecting, like, you know, yes. you protect yourself that way. So I think that's why it threw me for the biggest loop. Like it wasn't even in hindsight, a huge deal. It was just different than my other two and more scary to me, you know, because oh, everyone yeah. has their own 
experience. But oh, yeah, so times, I was like, yes. all right, we're not having four. That's okay. I kind of twisted my husband's <laughs> arm for number three anyway. So yeah, <laughs> he didn't care. No, I, I bow to you. I mean, Betsy, who also hosts the show, has three. And I'm always like, I don't know. Two is like breaks me. So three is three astounding. Three too. I know. Blessed. I really, I really, I have two and it's enough. It's a penis station over here. It is constantly... <laughs> penis time penises are out and about living their best lives which is so like nuts because i feel like my daughter like 11 <laughs> pre-puberty oh yes. man it's gonna be a whole <laughs> new thing right now well, I, was, so I love that because I was saying crazy. before we started reporting, I was saying a recording that so many times on the show, um, not to, but a lot of times on the show, we have people on that have like younger kids. So I'm so excited to hear about, right? right? She's 11. She's 11. She's 11, and it's all puberty talk and Ooh. period talk yes. and all of that fun stuff that you're like, oh man, my mom didn't tell me. So am <laughs> I going to tell her? You know, because I feel like a lot of stuff I found out through friends. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, my mom wasn't very, um, we just open? didn't, so she's Poland. <laughs> no, not very open. I mean, I was born in Poland. Yes. Uh, my parents are from Poland. I'm an immigrant. I didn't become a citizen until 2006. Right. Um, like, my first election I got to vote in was Obama, which is so yeah. exciting. Uh, so, you know, it's just a different culture, and they just, everything yeah. is, they're more, like, I don't know, pragmatic and, like, you know. Don't really talk feelings and all that stuff a lot. Uh, warm, but just different, you know? And yeah, I feel like yeah. now parents are so open and the dialogue is so much more open with kids. And it's like refreshing, but it feels so new to me. Yes. Because I didn't experience that growing That's what up. I'm saying. So like, it's know, such a different shift. Oh my yeah, goodness. It's a huge shift. There was a book that I got her. Hold on. I'm going to look it up because it was really, really great. And it... It was basically this author who just lays it all down there. It's not really graphic novel, but like that, it's not, it's just not a book with words that has like pictures and all this stuff, but basically they cover, she covers everything like boobs. And this is like a million different ways boobs look like, or pubic hair or Love it. periods or whatever. So I gave her this book, right? And, and every chapter, this woman tells a story of like when she was 12 or 11 or 13 and she got her period and then she explains heavy flow and like, like, like all of the stuff. So how I started with her when she was 10, I gave her this book and I was like, okay, I want you to like, you know, and she can like skim it and you don't have to read it in order and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is just going to give you like some info and I would love it. Um, if you, you know, you read it and if you have any questions or you want to know mommy's story or something, just like come ask me because I also didn't want to like jam it down her throat. Like if she wasn't ready you know what well, I mean? Also, like if she yes, wasn't yes. like, and you know your um, daughter. I feel like that's very important because um, yeah, I have my oldest son. I've said this on the podcast before. Um, is very has so many feelings and yeah. always wants to know about sex. And he's only eight and a half, and he we got him that book. It's called something like "Isn't It Amazing" or something. And my mother in law actually got the book, which is hilarious. And um. It shows like this is what men look like at different periods through their life, right? And this is what women yeah. look like. And then it says this is what sex is, and this is what it explains it all. But he's always coming to us. Yeah. What do you think about this? And he he asked us once, like he he separated us and asked me about sex and asked my husband about sex and then brought us back mm -hmm. together and then made us tell each other in front of each other. And he's like, oh. I think Mama's was better. I was like, I won again. Oh, um, that's hilarious. But like he's like. Funny? Like yes. if you're interested and like, you know, emotionally there, for example, we were once in the car, just me and the three of them. Yeah. And Keller was asking some questions about like, 
well, how does the baby come out? And I was like, oh, Keller, really right now? Like, we're just driving in traffic. I was like, not prepared. And I didn't <laughs> yeah. think about it. And then you hear like, the baby out of nowhere, he was like five, he goes, Keller, they come out of the vagina. And I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I love it. Connie's like, I already know that Connie already knew. Uh, So wait, this is a book. It's called the girl guide and it is 50 ways to love your changing body. And it's all (gasps) about the girl's changing body. And I'm totally going to mess up this woman's name. So I apologize. It's uh, Marawa, M-A-R-A-W-A. How would you pronounce that? Mara? Marwa? Well, here, how would you, I'm going to show you. Marwa, you can't even see it. I can't Marwa, see it. Marwa, uh, Ibrahim, I think. Ibrahim. Ibrahim. Yeah, that sounds great. Marawa, but it's called, what is it called? How many? The, to- the Girl Guide. The Girl Guide. The Girl Guide, and it's 50 Ways uh, to lo- Learn to Love Your Changing Body. I love that it, title. It's so great. I need that for me now. And she announced like <laughs> on her bed. Yeah, right? It's on her bed. It's on her like um, bedside table, and she will, it's always there, and she'll just like flip through. So, and it covers everything, hair everywhere, this, that, yeah. like all the changes. Cause I was like, man, this is going to happen in a minute. And I would love to like be the one to like talk about it and like let her know about it, I yes. it you know. But I think that's so. interesting too. Like what you're saying, like, um, I know this is usually not, it's not, well, we're not giving advice. We're just sharing, but I was going to say, not, like, we're just sharing. We're just, I was going to say like, cause it's so like back to like I was never, I would never ask my parents about any of this, but my right. parents were also very shut down. I come from Massachusetts. So they were like, what, what babies? No, we don't know. You know, <laughs> don't wear tight pants right. and don't talk to us about sex. Right. Um, you know, my father would yeah. be like, those pants are too tight. And then he'd leave the room. Like he would just lose <laughs> his mind. Or like when I was little, I used to watch My Fair Lady. I love that show. And I would uh-huh. sit on the edge of our living room couch and like literally like ride the couch, not knowing right. that I was right. Right. Pleasuring well, myself. And when, my parents would come in and be like, get out the cat. Like they would, they wouldn't explain it. You know what I'm saying? It was a, it was a time right. of like, we don't talk about anything. They didn't. They ne- never, yes. Yeah, same with my parents. I remember being in my grandma's house every summer from the age, from age nine to 18, I spent my summers in Poland with my grandmother. Ooh, that sounds I never awesome. spent a summer in America. And my grandmother <gasps> had two VHS tapes only. And there's like <laughs> they? no such what thing as like Polish TV. Okay. Dirty Dancing and the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> Okay. Wow, Grandma had dirty. What dirt? Right? Dirty. Grandma, sexy Grandma. So I remember watching Blue Lagoon and Dirty Dancing. It was like ten or eleven. You know, one of those summers. And like, yeah. she, you know, she gets her period oh, yeah. in Blue Lagoon, yes. and you're like, oh my god! And then a <laughs> baby's born. And you're like, what's happening? No one's telling me. And like, I mean, I'm lucky. I had an older sister that told me stuff, but and also Dirty Dancing, like abortion, like all this stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of like sexy times of like, women. But then women yeah. have to pay for it, right? It's like both yes. movies are like, and then women are yes. like, oh, my body's yeah. changed. You know, it's out of control. Right. So, I mean, that is like, I feel like <laughs> that was had to be like the crux of me being interested and wanting to like talk to friends and my older sister and all this stuff about it. But like my mom was definitely not forthcoming. Did that so make we you try afraid to be. of getting, getting pregnant easily? In your youth? Uh, both those movies little, are, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I also like, you know, there are a lot of teen moms around, not only yeah. in my neighborhood in Poland, but also like my neighborhood in Flatbush, like, yeah. and not like crazy young, but still like 18, 19 to me, that young, was like young, yeah. young, young, uh, or like not married, you know, yeah. as a little kid, you're like, uh, one of my best friends in Poland is my age and she had her daughter when she was 17 and that was like, wow, whoa. 
whoa. Not for me. Not for me. No, not for me. <laughs> no. I mean, I now, mean, looking back as an old lady, now I am I'm now, like, damn, why didn't we start having kids sooner? <laughs> me too. I think that too. I'm always like, you know what? 17 might not have been. Listen, I didn't know my husband yeah. at 17, so it would have right. been. Well, I, a I knew baby. my husband so young. I met him when I was 23 years old. <gasps> so, not crazy. I didn't know that. I knew you were that young. Guys, my husband's an actor. His name is Scott Foley. Yes. And you met, because um, he was in a play with your sister, who's also yes, an actor. Yes, he met. Yes. My sister's right? also. And you met backstage. Yes, and we met backstage. Yeah. And, um, and he was like, that's playing the love of my life. And no, he was like, really I went out with been. him and my sister. I went out with him and my <laughs> sister. And he literally said to my sister the next day, she's beautiful, but she's too young. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I'm too I was like, please, first of all, he's not, he wasn't that much older. He's eight years older. And no, that's you not understand, that much older. Like I'm raised in New York City. That is like a nothing age difference. I had plenty of friends who were 30, 31, 29, whatever. He no, was 31, exactly. I was 23. Yeah. Um, you know, especially in like this industry, uh, it's like age is, ain't nothing but a number. And I was like, yeah. what? And then I asked her if I could go to lunch with them again. And I did. And he went to pick up the bill and I put my hand over his and I said, I'm going to let you pay for this, but I have to take you out on Friday. <laughs> Eureka. And he beat red. And then you start playing, I and, had the time and, of my, and, life. my life. <laughs> and then you branch his arms. That's it. Jump. And he said yes. And, yeah. and he said yes. So I took him to all my favorite New York spots. And we basically nice. like spent the whole entire day together. Whoa. And that was it? About that. Oh, and that was it. That's all she wrote. Wow. That's I all, love it. That's all she wrote. It was just like that. I mean, he was finishing the play. I was going yeah. to LA because I had a pilot that had gotten picked up from mid season. So I was going to LA anyway, prior yeah. to meeting him. So we just like left together <gasps> and then I got an apartment and he was living in a house with his best friend and we were dating and I was working and he was working. And when my show got canceled, I was like, <laughs> mm, I like this guy a lot. Maybe I'll yeah. go to LA and auditioning a try. And I did. And I, 18 years later, never left. And yeah, we've been nope. together for 18 Three years. Three kids so later. Crazy. Three kids later. Three and kids he later. wanted to have kids. He wanted to have kids sooner than I did. But well, also, that makes, he waited three and a half yes. years. But also, he waited three and a half years to like ask me to marry him. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, he had I, to wait. all I wanted was like a year. He had to wait. I was like, I want a year of being married and just like enjoying it. I agree. And, you know. Before you have this kid. I'm, 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 yeah. I, I agree with you. I mean, I... Uh, my my story is similar as we met in an improv theater. I'm kidding. It's not similar at all. It was not sexy at all. But um, but what I will say is I, I met my husband. I'm with you. Like, I I think it's all like you can't change it. But we were saying, like, I think when you're 28 or something, like, someone had a baby at 17. You're like, that's crazy. And now that I'm 40 <clears throat> something, I'm like, oh, I should have had those babies at 17. Like, yeah. I um, – but well, what, now I just think, like, case all the stuff we can do. do. Right, <laughs> it is. But we had them. But we have them, and we, we have them, them, and it's great. Why Mommy Drinks has a brand new sponsor, Chocolati.com. Imagine being able to enjoy a nice treat that has high-quality ingredients, the most satisfying and comforting bite, something that will leave you satisfied without the guilt of eating an unhealthy fake snack. Well, that's Chocolati. After a day filled with kids running around, stress-filled work, you can take a small break, a pause in your day, and enjoy the dopamine hit that you will get from Chocolati chocolates. Not only is Chocolati.com a female-led business, but I was really impressed with their environmentally friendly packaging. 
but honestly, most impressive, were the delicious treats that I consumed in no short order from Chocolati.com. I got to try the milk chocolate hazelnut clusters and the strawberry shortcake with white chocolate, as well as my favorite, which was vegan, and it was a dark chocolate almond bite. They were really unique. They had a really lovely texture. It wasn't too heavy or rich. The treats from Chocolati.com were just sweet and chocolatey and satisfying. Each treat is like this little cluster. So also you could probably like hide them in your refrigerator and, and write something crazy on the package and the kids won't eat your stash. So I have a special offer just for my listeners. Go to Chocolati.com. It's X-O-C-O-L-A-T-T-I.com. And use the code WMD to get 15% off your order. So again, that's Chocolati.com. X-O-C-O-L-A-T-T-I.com. And use the code WMD for 15% off. Treat yourself. Y'all, I am still on Poshmark. I've been getting rid of my kids' clothes and shoes. I've been getting rid of my dresses and belts and shoes. And I've been buying new stuff. A lot of it new with tags. Poshmark is a free app where you can easily clean out your closet and sell items for cash. I've made over $162 and I've bought tons of lightly used and brand new items with tags on Poshmark. The app is super easy to use, shipping is fast, you can come shop my closet. I'm UCBT underscore Betsy. And if you download the app, you can use my referral code WhyMommyDrinks and you get $10 off your first purchase. They've got high-end stuff and it's really easy to sell stuff. You snap a few pictures of what you're selling. You add some details. Boom. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. When you make a sale, Poshmark just sends you an email with a shipping label. You tape it to the box, and there you go. So listeners of Why Mommy Drinks, get $10 off your first purchase. Download the Poshmark app and enter the invite code Drinks when you sign up. That's invite code Drinks, And I'll see you later on Poshmark. And I do want to get back to, I, so like, I mean, I want you to tell your what broke you story, but I am curious, I'm just so curious, okay. like, does Melina, is she the kind of kid that comes to you, is she open about I that stuff or she's still be. like she very, is. she might be, but I mean, some kids are just more shy about it. It's nothing to do with you. It's like who they are. Like, right. you know, no, she, she's open. She's not as open as like my middle child, my okay. nine year old who is very emote. He's like so emotionally intelligent. I think he's like right. an empath or something for real yeah, yeah. because he, yeah, yeah. he really thinks about how people are feeling. Aww. all the time and he's Aww. a sweetheart and he's very he has definitely more questions yes about things than she does meanwhile okay. she's the one that's going to be you know going through all this in a second her last doctor checkup you know after she turned 11 her and conrad they i do their yearly checkup together because they're three weeks apart and just easy yeah. for me and i remember the doctor going like okay we're gonna have a, like a puberty talk so um, your brother can wait outside. And she goes, what? Why? <laughs> and I was like, and I looked at the doctor and she was so great about it. She's like, well, you know, we're going to be discussing, you know, your breasts and your, getting your period and all this stuff. And she looks at me and I was just like, maybe you wanted to be private and not have Conrad screaming it to the top of his lungs. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, the other yeah, day Conrad she had leaving girl- the <laughs> 
uh, uh, and then she's like and because she felt bad kicking him out and I was like it's okay oh. like this is like a private like this could be yes. just like for you and for me and like girl time and he'll go play with like the nurse out there and it'll be fine but it's so yeah. funny because she doesn't like think like that yet meanwhile Connie I mean drive you to drink this kid I love him to death but Melina had like her one of her first play dates ever post pandemic yes. you know they wore masks in the house but no masks Oof. outside kind of thing yes. and he literally out of nowhere for absolutely no reason goes my mom has a hairy vagina. <laughs> Melina's 11-year-old friends. And I was like, what are you doing? Why are you saying this? Why is, this, like, what is your deal? So oh, my I God. I love it so much. much. I love she the idea of like, Connie walking by. Just like, by. Just like Corp- <laughs> he was like, my mom has a hairy vagina. You're like, what? <laughs> That's what you lead with? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, trying to, like, be cool with, like, the older girls. Like, get out of here. Yeah. He's like, I know what will kill in this 11-year-old crowd. Yeah, yeah. Hairy vagina. Vagina. So. But they're going to be hairy. funny because hairy is next level. Next level. <laughs> I just love the idea of him like those old 80s movies where the girls keep moving. He keeps walking by them and be like, yeah, hairy vagina. Yeah. Hairy vagina. Hairy vagina. And they're like, oh, Connie. Because vagina. It makes me laugh so hard. Um. It's really funny. So yeah, I feel like now I'm just like, honestly, like just waiting, waiting for her to like get her period. I'm like, when's it happening? Oh my gosh. I'm yeah, like, I, know. I don't know what it's going to be. And also we are, don't, we don't come from like mixed sibling households, meaning Scott is one of three boys. I'm one of three girls. So yes. this whole like girl, two boys is a new territory for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's just new. It's just like, you know, they do. take baths together and stuff and yes. all that stuff sometimes and, and like they get along insanely well, which I think has a lot to do with the year we lived abroad where we just were like the five of us in a foreign country and we had to bond as a family because we did not have, you know, the luxuries of America or home or our friends or family or anybody. Oh and that goodness. really solidified them as like bud- buddies and teams. Oh, I love Call that. Them. We're like team members. <laughs> <gasps> They're on the same team. Yeah, no, I love so, that. So, um, that's great because I have not had yet the you know in, they don't they don't fight the boys wrestle together and stuff but they don't and I'm they and, don't and I'm fight lucky. fight they don't and I and I'm really lucky about that but I I am I'm just waiting to see how you know how she's gonna be she may be like want nothing to do with her brothers when that happens like I I don't know or she may be so confident and so like we're so matter of fact about like this is what's gonna yeah. happen to your body and that's just it that maybe she'll just be like normal about it. But yeah. at least I have two sons that I hope will grow up to be amazing men. And like, you know, they are very uh, good with having a sister and like knows what, know what that means. And like ladies first and all of this stuff. Like oh, I'm doing it old school chivalry style. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm with you. We are constantly like, <laughs> do you ask for that? Consent. Yeah. Do you get consent? Did I say yes? I'm always like, it needs to be a full yes. And if it's not, you stop. And I'm yes, always like, yes. and also like, that's for you too. Like yes. you get to say no. And that also say, means yes. no. Like it's like, it goes both ways, but I'm with you. I'm very into like, this is yes. like, none of this. No, they, this, this is how they start. This, they learn it here. This women can't no. be in charge. I mean, like no, we no, no, celebrate no. women. You know what's really I mean, funny? Yes. Yeah. It's funny because Melina, when I did go back to work and I went back to work while, um, Luckily, while I was doing the impact class, remember I got yeah, that you did. Anatomy. Anatomy. While, That's right. While, yeah. Season thirteen. 
Most hated right, doctor. Most hated doctor. I know. That was so crazy. You said, I mean, listen, I'm like the only person that didn't watch Grey's Anatomy, but I also didn't watch Friends or Seinfeld, so I'm that person. Um, right. But it's fine. I was like, I'm going to start watching it because Marika's on it. So I did. Yeah. And then you say, you would tell us, like, the fans didn't like you. I, I mean, but I didn't watch, I didn't watch enough of the show to be like, I don't know why they didn't like you. I mean, I the character is hardcore. Here's the thing. Doesn't matter because it's better to be memorable than forgotten. No, it's <laughs> for great. whatever Agreed. as a role, and it's not like I wrote it. You know what I mean? Like no, I think no, I did yeah, a good course. job. I'm like, oh, you don't like my character? That means I'm doing my job. That's right. <laughs> like, but like fine, getting but... that job, you're right. You got that job, and like the kids were yes, yo. No, I mean, little. Connie was so, so young. Connie, little. Connie yeah. was 14 months old. Keller must yep. have been with yep. two and a half years from that, and then Melina was like almost six or something. Yeah, like yep. six. But I remember having to tell Melina. Melina was so upset when I went back to work because I still did the improvs when I could at night. And then during the day, I was at work. And Scott was on Scandal already for like years. So you were were both working like long days. But for the first time since having kids at the same time for like an extended period of time. And And Melina came up to me and she was like, Why? Daddy, daddy goes to work. You don't have to blah, blah, blah. And I asked her, I was like, okay, Melina, when you grow up, what do you want to be? Right. And whatever yeah. she said then, I think she said something like really cute, like an ice cream store owner or something. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Veterinarian, something yeah. like that. She was little. And I said, okay, do you also want to be a mommy when you grow up? Do you want to have babies and kids and a family? Of course I do. Yes, I do. I do. Okay. I said, what if someone told you you have be the ice cream shop owner or have a family, but you couldn't do both. I'm like, doesn't daddy have both? Doesn't daddy get to go to work and still come home and, and, and be a daddy? So it's 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 the same thing. And I can see the wheels turning in her head. Like, oh, wait, I love whoa. It. Like, whoa. Like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, well, when you put it that way, there you go. Like, no, I love you know that. What I mean? That's such a good way of putting it. It's yeah. true, though, because we have to look at that whole thing about, because it's true, like the mental load on top of every other thing you're doing and Right. And, and you need that space. If that is your space, whatever your passion is, like. Whatever your passion is. And like gotta, some people don't have do the it. luxury. And some people don't have the luxury no. to like want to go to work or not work. Some people just have to. Or, of course. Or, 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 or can't. Whatever the situation is. Or can't. There's is. many different. whatever. Yes. There's many different gray areas. But I'm like, you know, from a young age teaching her like, no, you can. It, it, and whether it's harder or not, that's just. It's a, hopefully for my grandkids. Or their grandkids, it won't yeah. be harder because I feel like there are waves and motions of change happening, you know, that weren't no, happening yes. when we when we were younger, you know, when yes. our parents had kids. So we'll see how it goes. But I feel like, you know, it's it's good for her to, like, think about that stuff. Yeah, because, and also it's good for her to see a model in the house of someone. Again, I mean, being a stay-at-home mother is also work. It is it endless. It is the endless work. work it's the most it intense is, work it is why we intense. have this podcast it's like when you why you want to drink all yes. that. um because you're no, like you do and i stop yelling like, at me you know well i'm trying to do one thing yes. and someone's yelling at you or they say they hate you one minute and the next minute right like my favorite thing is now is like i hate you mama and then i'm like no, okay i'm gonna give you yeah, space yeah. oh i don't even care anymore i'm so over i'm like fine right. you hate me and i <laughs> yeah. it means nothing anymore it's like teflon right. i'm like uh-huh yeah. and then two seconds later i need hugs it's like yeah. okay crazy person yeah so you have to like be open the whole time to someone well, that's beating you like, up <laughs> you literally have to be self you're selfless like yes yes, yes. and you wanted it and yes and all that stuff but like yeah. <laughs> let's uh, but it does fall more on the parent who is at home and it's well, yes in the beginning the parent who has boobs if you're breastfeeding like there's just you know there's just yeah, certain I mean, things I, did, like, I couldn't breastfeed and I, I had to say this is like I mean this I mean I can tell the story I mean it broke me that 
the, the whole, I mean, I'll take it. I'll, my story will be about breastfeeding. It's so far back in the back. Um, but when I had my first kid, um, he came early. He's like mm-hmm. 36 and a half weeks, which isn't crazy oh, early, but it was enough early. It was yeah. enough that they were like, he's the same in the NICU and he, he wouldn't eat. He would keep falling asleep when he would eat, so they were worried Aww. about him. So they had to in, so in, intubate him, and he had a gavage, which means they feed him through the nose and all that stuff. And so right. he was in the NICU for, I don't know, 11 days, maybe? Oh, man. And so we That's spent our hardcore. whole time yeah, at the hospital. And I would call, and, you know, and I was trying to pump, and I was trying to, you know, and not much was coming out. I didn't realize that at first until there was another mom in the NICU that had twins. And one of the twins... Uh, was a girl and she went home and the boy was in the NICU and I heard later on that happens a lot of times if you have a boy and a girl a lot of times the girls are stronger and they'll go home right see what we're talking about and (laughs) the boys and the boys stay and this mom one day we were like the nurse was in like the little refrigerator to get our milk out and the other mom came to bring her milk and Marika it was just like bags of milk and I was like oh wow Oh, wait a minute. So like my tiny bits, I was like, yeah. it's coming. And <sighs> and then at one point, like the nurse almost dropped one. And then she was like, don't drop the Easter <sighs> milk. She was like, it's at a premium. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Lord. All right. So, and I did everything. Like, you know, everyone's like, was yeah. fenugreek, uh, drink Guinness, yes. uh, drink so much All water. Um, I yeah. got that drug that's like, you can't even get here to order from Canada. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> like, I was like. And it was so interesting because I'm adopted. So my mom the whole yeah. time was like, "We, you were formula fed your whole life. Like, what's your problem? That was and I, I, by the way. My mom said it wasn't popular in Poland. Yeah. Okay. Literally, and, that was the excuse. Like, it wasn't popular. That's like, what does that even mean, wasn't popular? Like, but there was like, a time there that most people It just, wasn't. No, it wasn't. They right? really couldn't. And it was also like, uh, you know, it's whichever way you, like, flip the coin, right? Sometimes yes. it's like, oh, you can't. Uh, afford to be a breastfeeder because you got to right. go to work, you know, That's back right. then. Or That's right. you um, can't afford to have the formula, or, which is so expensive. Right. So it's either or. It's like, either you know, or. I mean, it's different. But my mom didn't breast, breastfeed any of us, the three of us. And yeah. we were fine. Well, fine. My, mom, my mom kept being like, you're fine, you're fine. And I was like, I know I'm fine. And this is the other weird thing that happens, I think, with throughout parenting I've found. I think this was my first big hurdle that made, like, broke me was – if any of my friends came to me and said, and I had friends that were like, I'm not going to breastfeed, I'm going to formula feed. I was like, awesome. Right. I had no yeah. judgment about it. It was only Which is when amazing. It came so you're to like me. the bestest friend. <laughs> yeah. When it came right. to me, then I was yeah. like, but I think because kind of what you said before, like no one had warned me that I, that might not happen for me. Mm-hmm. I never had someone mm-hmm. say, hey, listen, that might not happen for you. I, I felt right. like such a failure. I was like, well, my yeah. body's not working. Like, first of all, my baby's in the NICU. My body's not working. Like, and then I came home. I brought the home that, uh, like, from the hospital, the hospital oh, yeah, grade. Oh, pump? Yes. And I would pump. I would get up. That noise is that like giving PTSD. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. And I do it all the time. And I went to see uh, lactation consultants. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, went on and on. I did the SMS thing where you like put like it's like a you have formula around your neck, but then they have these little tubes that you tape oh, right yes, above yes. your nipples. So, like you like trick the baby. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. it, they're saying it, it, it stimulates your breast so that mm-hmm. like the baby doesn't get sick of trying and not eating, right. but at the same time, right? So I'm doing all of this, and you have to clean all this stuff. It's like endless, it's and a, also a, you're exhausted from just having a baby. Job. It's a full time job, and it's your your job. hormones are out of whack, and I'm yeah. crazy. And I remember at one point my husband being like, "You know, you don't have to do this," and I was like, "I do." I have to do it and I was getting so depressed and I'm not 
someone that really, I mean, knock on wood, gets depressed. And I just remember my mom finally being like, Jessica, I really think you need to stop this. And I just yeah. couldn't. And then finally, <laughs> now it's kind of funny. I went to the lactation consultants. They were like, we're going to bring two experts in. And I went into these two women in their 60s, the older women. And they were like, can you just take your bra off? <laughs> so I took it off and I'm staying there and there's these two older women looking at my boobs and they both just looked at them up and down and shook their heads in shame. And they were like, they were like, we just don't think it's going to happen for you. And they were saying like, I didn't have all the, a lot of times I guess women, I mean, I've seen women breastfeed obviously my whole life, but like there's a lot of veins coming down. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, what she, she explained it like, it was like, I didn't have a lot of <laughs> grapes on my vines. Oh, Jesus, man. Um, Do you know but, what my favorite? My favorite is know. the lactation consultants and all those people that like legit never had kids or breastfed yeah. and are like telling you what to do. And you're like, what books did you read? Can you just like Amazon me yeah. the books that you read and I'll be caught up like you? Um, uh, but it's a trip, man. Yeah. And it's just like, I like to tell new moms, I go, I promise you in like a year and a half, ain't nobody going to ask you if you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding. And like, no, and like, they won't. Nobody cares. But, nobody cares later. But you care at the time. Yes. Like, and it broke me. I, fed, I was fed, depressed. Fed. And I felt horrible. And then one day I pumped and nothing came out. And I, that's when yeah. I just was like, I'm done. We're done. I'm done. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. And um, I was ready for women. And then none of my friends would do this, but they would say, be aware. You might get some pushback. Women might see you feed your child with a bottle and might say something. And so they were like, mm-hmm. be, and I was like, who would, whatever. Ooh, no one, that no one happened did, to me no one at a baby group. Me. That happened <gasps> to me at a baby group in Santa Monica. And it wasn't breast milk. It was like 95 degrees outside. Melina was like seven months old. Yeah. And I'm European, right? Yeah. So I would have a little bottle of ice water in yeah. in my diaper bag. And sometimes I would give her sips from it. But I, yeah. I breastfed and she was fine. She was a yeah. very healthy, chubby, chubby baby. And yeah. I remember like the woman who was leading like the mom group was like appalled. Right. Told me like not to do it and gave me like 3,000 reasons why I shouldn't give my baby some sips of water. And I was like, well, she eats food. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, not like for no, calories, no, but, but yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's 95 degrees and I don't think it's wrong. And like my mom did it and like people in Europe do it. And like, it's just a little bit of water. It's not impeding my, at that yes. point, like, you know, if you've been breastfeeding from birth to seven, eight months, like it's like not a thing anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't leak, you don't get engorged. Like it's yes. just whatever. But yes. I remember being like, mind your business. <laughs> like to each his own, man, to each his own. Like, I know. Nobody it's- wants. Everyone yeah. wants their baby to be healthy and happy. Yes, like they exactly. don't want anything different. It's just like, you know, it's just a lot of insecurities and feelings of yes. uh, not good enough. Agreed. And Agreed. I believe that it's just everybody wanting to justify their own choice to make themselves Agreed. feel like, Agreed. well, and this is like, the way because I did it. Yes. You know, I did it this way. So this is the best way. Exactly. And also like is, have some, you know, empathy and, and, yeah. and space because you don't know people's story. Like you yeah, don't you know don't. why I can't breastfeed. And you know what? Also, if I just chose to not, right. that's also my choice, but it's not, but, and it's just, it's a, it was that thing, but that broke me. And, and I, and for oh. years afterwards, people would tell, talk, they talked about, Oh, my breastfeeding my kid, I'd have to leave the room. I would get upset. It would make me, it would, it would I would cry. And, get, and sometimes still right. to this day, Aww. it would hit me. And my husband was like, oh, and, and I was like, I know, like, I know logically that I did everything I could 
Right. But it's it's a weird thing. But then my second kid came and my breast milk came out a little bit more, but it was so different. Right. My mom, of course, was like, had a panic attack. My mom was like, are you going to do the same thing again? <laughs> and I was like, no. And I think he was in the NICU too because he came, all my kids come early. He came at 33, uh, no, 34 whoa. weeks on the dot. They got oh, me man, the 34 that's weeks. early. Oh, so, I mean, that's a difference. I almost died. Was they he tiny? Like, he was three and a half pounds. He was so tiny and he was in the NICU one day longer than my big old kid because he was eating like a champ. He ate no problem. They was like, they were like, oh, this kid's going home. He went home at four pounds. We were like, they're not going (gasps) to send him home until he's five pounds. He was, we were like, oh God. Oh my God. What did you dress him in? It was like, you could tie the diaper like a cartoon around him five times. But then like he was born in November by January. He was like, you wouldn't even know he was a preemie. He, he, he does just, it, wait, no. does he share the birthday with Conrad? The 14th? They both do because they're born the same day. They're born in November. Both of them are the 13th of November. The and 13th, your son yes. is the 14th. No, right? 11th, oh. 13th, 14th. Yes. Day. yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. special boys right there. I love it. But yeah, so that's almost too. broke me, but I'm glad uh, I got through it. And again, oh, I think whatever you do, and it is that thing that we do as moms, I think, where I'm so much less. Ju- I don't judge anybody else's choices, but when it comes to I yourself, don't, you, I don't. You're so yes. much harder you're on yourself. You're just hard on yourself. You're your worst critic yeah. with everything. Yeah, with work, with kids. Yes. With I mean, a lot of times I like lay in bed at night and I'm like, all I go through when the kids were younger, it all literally my brain used to be like, food fails, mom fails, food fails, right. mom fails every right. night. Like, what oh. today as a mom that I wish I didn't or wish right. I would have been better at? And what choices did I make for my body <laughs> that were, like, terrible? I did not need those Flaming Hot Cheetos while watching <laughs> The Bachelor. Like, you know what I mean? But- 2020 was a real doozy. And if you're anything like everyone else, you might be feeling like it's time to get some help and talk with someone. Better help is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. I don't know anyone who isn't struggling right now, and it doesn't hurt to reach out for help. You deserve to feel happy. So what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. You can get help with motivation, depression, anxiety. Maybe you're having anger issues, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work. Maybe difficulties with your romantic relationships or your kids. Whatever you need. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. I tried it out and I was amazed at how easy it was to find a therapist and I was really impressed by how quickly they reached out to me. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. You got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can help everyone else. So for Why Mommy Drinks listeners, BetterHelp is going to give you 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash drinks. So again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash drinks. And let's slide into 2021 feeling strong, happy, and healthy. Um, What has broken? Tell us a story with a time that almost broke you. Or did. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you um, bounce back. There too. I bounce back. But yeah. like I said, you, you know, I feel like I'm in like a golden hour right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Tell us about the golden hour. Like, <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm in a golden hour right now because now that my kids are of these ages, yeah. it's so different because 
apart from the random night terror or somebody like right. having a nightmare at night, you kind of normally sleep, which yes. is amazing. Like yes. if you don't get enough sleep, it's your fault because right. you stayed up binging something <laughs> that you shouldn't have been watching till like 1am. Do you know what yes, I mean? So yes, like, yes. that's different. Uh, not thinking that they're going to uh, hurt themselves or burn the house down if they're like walking around it by themselves. Do you know what yep, I mean? For yep. hours on end, even sometimes. That's great. Like, it, it just seems like such a like different, like not leaving the house with 80,000 bags, like a show oh. with like a million things and water bottles and snacks for days. And like, you know, like, like you're going to Armageddon, but she's yeah. like going to the park. <laughs> That's different. Like we just kind of like get in the car and now my kids know, like, if you think you're going to need a water and we're gone for a while, you best to grab your own water bottle and fill it and put it in the car because I don't, I'm not doing that anymore. They finally now realize that I'm not the trash can. I love because it. Because my kids will go <laughs> out of their way, find me anywhere I am with any freaking wrapper. And you're when they were small, I'd be like in the bathroom. I'd be like, can you go throw that in the trash can? Like, why are you bringing me your trash? I'm like going to the potty. Hello? What's happening? Um, so all that's easy. And I feel like it's like the calm before the storm of like tween teenagers. Right, right. But a lot of things broke me when they were little, you know? Just the the, the sheer, uh, if you ever really thought about the responsibility of raising three human beings, even oh, one yes. human being or two, like it does, it's just like that in itself is like big. Oh, <laughs> but I remember one, when I was pregnant with Conrad, which was the first time that I started, I'm like super pregnant, like eight months, eight and a half months. And I'd be like alone with the other two mm. and like not mobile and ginormous and just, you know crazy pregnant and yeah. one night I was giving them I was going to give them a bath Scott mm -hmm. was filming at work and we did we always had not always but when I went back to work we did get a nanny but you know normal nanny hours of when I needed it you know yeah. I still made dinner go home at night like they would only stay over stay late if I was on set or something like yes, that but like exactly. on a normal day-to-day -day, you know kids in preschool maybe she yep. would come and help do whatever and then whatever but I was alone with them and we we're getting ready for bath time. And I remember uh, <laughs> turning the bath on and then like going in their room, folding some clothes, whatever. And then all of a sudden, Melina, and she was five years old and Con Keller was two and a half. And Melina was like, mom, mom, I can't open the door. And I was like, what do you mean you can't open the door? <laughs> she had shut the door to the bathroom and it got stuck. <gasps> And the water oh, was no. like totally running rising in the tub. And rising. rising oh, gosh. and rising. And she didn't lock herself in the bathroom. She just locked us all out of the bathroom. Yes. And yes. I was like trying everything <laughs> oh, that I no. could. And I was like, you know, hitting them with my butt and my belly. I was like, yeah, my way. We got to get in this bathroom. I was like, because all I'm thinking is like, oh my God, it's one hour till bedtime. I just want to like sit down on the couch and relax. Yes. I do not want to clean up a flooded bathroom. Like no, I don't. Do and it was like a very like you know like a galley bath like it was very narrow a little yes. bit long and narrow and I was like this is going to be a disaster panicking crazy I freaking kicked the door in <gasps> I busted the whole door in mommy power that is mama power I love it that's a you eight and a half month it pregnant is. woman that's like you this ain't happening yes, tonight this ain't happening no and then and then honestly the bathtub was like not even half full and I started crying <laughs> 
<laughs> I just like sat on the floor and started sobbing. Yep. Like, Are you okay? I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it was just like seemed so like funny now, obviously, but like those moments where you're just like so overwhelmed and you're like, oh my God, that was the dumbest choice you could have made. <laughs> like, yes, I'm in sure the moment, if I like Jimmy like- it. In the moment, it felt like the world's going to end. My house is going to flood. That's right. I'm going to home from work. There will be no home. We'll be underwater. Like, it was just like, you know, so extra. It was so extra. Yeah, but your hormones at that point are also insane. And then you're like, oh, my God. Like, I scratched up my whole leg. Like, I don't even know what the door was made out of. Some chibi whatever. Like, you know, thought it was wood, but obviously not. (laughs) Like, plywood or something. I don't know. So that that was like the beginning of – me starting to get a little like, oh my god, I have to like, I'm the, I'm the one, like yes. no one else is here. Like I have to be like, okay, like I can't be doing like crazy things, like smashing doors in and stuff. Like you know, <laughs> Keller was crying; he was so scared. Of course, back at Tommy's, like, oh my god, now we need a whole new door. Uh, that was the first time that it, I I really just sat and cried. I mean, yes, there were like, you know, breastfeeding stories and birthing stories and all of those that everybody has. But that one, I don't know why it hit me so hard. Cause I was like, what the hell? And and the fact that like, I was so, my daughter's so good. You know what I mean? Yes. That yes. I never, and that was like, you know, a big reminder to me, like she could be the best in the world. She's still five. She's still going to yes. do stuff like, yeah, yeah. Plant, like, close a door and do all of that it was just that realization of like wow you have to like be on it like stop it like the baby's not here yet you're not in like a breastfeeding fog you can be on it yeah and then when Conrad was born (laughs) this is the worst story (laughs) so when Conrad was born um and finally came home and all of that so he was like maybe four five five days old Keller two and a half Melina five um I was a Alone with the three of them, waiting. Ooh. The nanny was coming at like 9 a.m. It was like 7 in the morning. Right. Scott was already at work filming. And I just really, really wanted to take a shower. Like yes. that. I was like covered in breast milk. Yeah. Leaky. Needed to change my diaper. Like all of that. Oh, you know, just God. gave birth yes. a couple of days ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're Melina, in pain too, weren't you? I feel like you're, it's pain. I was in a lot of pain and I was on yeah. painkillers and like, yes. you know, I was stitched up a little bit. Yep. Yep. But I was just like, oh, a quick, I just want to feel like a person when yes. the other person walks through my door. You yes. know, it's that whole thing of like cleaning your house before the housekeeper yes. comes. Yep. I'm the, I am <laughs> that like, person too. It was like, I don't want to be like, like, look like an insane disaster, even though yeah. this woman is coming to help me. Right. Yes. Just, like yes. I just want, and I just want to feel like I felt gross Yeah. all night, breastfeeding, whatever. So our bedroom, our bathroom and our bedroom, you can see our bed from the shower. Okay. And it was completely open. It was like right. a stone half wall, not even glass. You can like yeah. see it literally yes, right see. there. Yeah. You could see. And I had Connie in a docketot. Yeah. Like one of those like little, big they're like, they look like bed a little, like lifeboat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If and you I don't had know what it is, there. just so you know, there's babies right. in there. Right. It's, like it's like a baby lifeboat. He was swaddled. Yeah. yeah. He was, uh, he was like right at the, uh, where the headboard is, no pillows, yeah. just him and that thing. And then we have a big king size bed. And the other two were sitting on the end of the bed. And I was like, right. why don't you guys sit on the floor? And I'll, right. Mommy will put on a show. I think I put on Sesame Street. Yeah. And I was like, Melina, Mommy's just going to go. Oh, so sorry. Mommy's right. just going to go and take a shower. Yeah. 
mommy's just going to go and take a shower. It would be one second. I can see you. And I would like walk backwards, be like, see, you see me? And I said, don't go near the baby. Right. (laughs) Don't touch the baby. Don't breathe on the baby. It will be one second. I don't know. One second. Don't touch the baby. I'm right here. And yep. I can like face out and shower and see them. It's like literally not a big deal. I was yeah. like, it will take two seconds, fine. And I'm in the shower and they're just sitting perfectly great, sitting on the floor, watching the thing. I'm feeling like, oh my God, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could just freaking yep. rock it with That's right. three kids. All exactly. <laughs> Who needs this nanny? Not me. I'm broke. I'm my chills. Blue Lagoon. I get out, right? I get out and I got to go to the left a little bit of the doorway and grab a towel and I do and I come back and Jackie and Jackie short for jackass are jumping at the end of the bed not where Conrad is but they're on the end of the bed jumping and I have never Jessica screamed a more guttural insane stop it like so insanely loud crazy the two of them started hysterical crying then yep. the newborn starts crying yep. then i start crying, start crying. and mm-hmm. then nanny walks to the door i'm dripping wet naked with a towel and all three of my kids are like screaming and i was like and all i kept saying to her is like i'm sorry I mean, and, they did, and he's fine and nothing happened but like and it was it was it broke it was it was the worst it was the worst. Oh, yeah. It was like, what are you doing? What are you it's doing? That whole thing of like, <laughs> oh, just live your baby, just lives your life. No, baby, it just doesn't live your life. Like, yeah. bitch, you can't take a shower when you got three tiny kids right here. You know what I'm saying? Unless I put him in a bassinet and brought him in the bathroom. Like, I, and I, it was just that scream. And because I was like, this is, you know, their whole world's turned upside down. Now there's like another human here. You yeah. know what I mean? And, uh, you know, looking back on it now, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, they must have been so scared because like, who is this monster? Like I yelled crazy. And it was a, and I think that that like, you know, I had postpartum and stuff after that. And I think it was because just the weight of the responsibility. Oh, I I can imagine. It's such a, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think that. a I little mean, bit. It, I think a little bit started with him just because he was like rando in the NICU for a minute, yes, and yes. it was just like because before then, I'm not gonna lie, I was very like, oh, sunshine and roses, and this right. is great, and I wanted this, and Scott is such a great dad. He wanted baby so badly. We were so happy, and yeah. you know, so many of my friends had fertility struggles. So many of my yeah. friends uh, didn't, you know, waiting to meet the guy to have the baby and all that stuff. I felt super, super, super fortunate and lucky. And I just never, and then I turned into like, I'm so scared. Like, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think that voice you're talking, well, I think there's two sides. I mean, one is those kids could not jump on the goddamn bed. Okay. Um, I mean, let's, the two Jackies kind of, I don't know. Like they couldn't listen to you. Um, yeah. But we all, I mean, we've all done that voice. I'll do that. Sometimes I'll, right. I mean, you had a legitimate reason. I, I I have done that voice to my little son just because I'm like doing my workout in my bedroom and he cannot get off me. My son is like attached to me and he will right. sit on the bed and he'll keep putting his leg near me or he'll like touch me. And I'm like, oh, you're gross. You're so gross. And and like that voice from hell will come out. I'm like, yeah. I told you to get on that bed. Yeah. And then he will look at me. 
and then he makes a mad look and then he starts crying oh. and screaming oh. but it's like and then I have to apologize and I'm like mama was that's the worst when you have to apologize yeah it's like, like mommy was wrong I, I shouldn't have done that I was that was too mean mama you and he'll say you scared me you scared me and then we have to hug yeah. it out and then two seconds no. after the hug he's like and then mama you feel... you're gross because I'm sweating <laughs> But then don't you feel like so guilty for such a long, of course. like a, like, ridiculous, a ridiculously long yes. period of time? Because honestly, like whatever, people have moments. We're just all humans. Kids yes. have moments. Adults have moments yes. and all of that. But like, my, I feel like moms are so hard on themselves. Oh, I agree. No, then I'm like, I'm, I'm a so, monster. I'm a monster. Now listen, yeah. at the same token, does it stop me from being that monster again? It does not. So Of course not. <laughs> because in the moment you're like. I've been really it's funny that you say that about the voice in the girl because that's something I've been working very hard on because I Ooh. come from a household that is like explosive. Yes, we're like Polish, you're like Italian, like yeah. we're just loud, we're just loud. We, we we say how we feel. We don't really think about what that's gonna make you feel like. We're just purging, always yeah. purging, or shit. like always, <laughs> you know. And Scott is uh, white. Know, Yes, yes. St. <laughs> Louis, Midwest. Good. Yes, I'm saying super white. Yeah, there's no purging. There's, you keep it inside. There's no you, purging. You keep no. it inside. You push it down. Way, push it down. There's a way push to it talk down. to people. You respect <laughs> and blah 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 and like you know. I mean, <laughs> I can't. This is a random side, but also ridiculous. Here, I'll tell you a little something about my husband. So when Melina was born, he. I'm say it's so weird to say like he didn't allow me. It's not that he didn't allow me, but but like he really was anti the video monitor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Think about that for a second. Okay. Like why the hell would you be anti the video monitor? It makes well, you like so it? much easier. What, what okay, well, I'll tell you so okay. so he so we did not have a video monitor with Melina. Good. And he told me, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he thinks that she needed that the baby baby needs privacy. Oh, bless his heart. Okay, right, right? Yeah. Turns out, and I'm dumb, and I was like, what? I was like, I don't even understand what that means. I'm like, privacy? Like, okay. Turns out, really, he didn't want me to have a video monitor because he knew I'd be like this. Like, oh, that yes. video monitor would be, like, in my face, and, like, I was so obsessed. And so, yes. like, you know, I'm the mom who woke up every 15 minutes just to, like, make sure my kid was breathing. You know, yes, first baby, baby, first baby, first baby, first baby. You're the terms of endearment, Mom. The, the yes, famous scene where Shirley MacLaine gets in the crib and, yes, yes. and pinches her daughter, and then she starts crying, yes. and she's like, "That's better. That's better. She's breathing. She's breathing. Right. But at the time, I was like, "Okay, like so <laughs> dumb." I mean, we talk about it now all the time. Like, can you believe I was so stupid and listened to everything you said? <laughs> I was like, I just thought you were like so much older and wiser than me. I was like, oh, man, I can't believe it. I'm like, that was so dumb. I was like, even if that if that was the real reason, it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And why it's did hilarious. I go along with it? It's it's so I love the baby needs privacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baby needs privacy. Sure. <laughs> so then when we had Keller, I got like the big mama jama, like with <laughs> 10 cameras. And I was like, whatever. I had one in Melina's room. She was like two and a half and one in Keller's room. And I was like, this is like my security screen doing it. <laughs> but I didn't have family in L.A either so yes. it did really feel like just the two of us my sisters and my mom are all on the east coast so it was yeah. you know they flew out but they also had their own lives and their own kids and it's never you know it's funny i do i have the same thing it's not the same and you feel very much on your own I and mean, when you have a hard day yeah. you just have a hard day and there's no one to hand and like i said like if your husband or your partner or whoever is at work 
it's yeah. rough. Like it's like sometimes it's like you have to put the baby down. You got to just walk out of the room. I remember being like, I got to walk in the other room for a minute because I got to mm-hmm. breathe because this yeah. is I'm about to lose my mind. Oh yeah, I gave myself a lot of timeouts. Me too. I do a that too. Lot. I'm like, mommy a needs a timeout. Like, I need oh. a timeout. I need a timeout, or I'm going to yell at you, and then you're going to tell your right. dad, and then we're going to get into a fight about yeah. parenting, and then it's not going to be good for anybody. You know, because uh, yes. that's usually when they got old enough to like be like, "Why is all that?" But you don't have to scream at me. The, the actually, my youngest son is the most was the most vocal at the earliest age to be like. You're talking mad to me and I didn't do anything. Like he Aww. like would pick up on if I'm in a bad mood or like yes. some shit happened and I'm just like yep. not being great. And it really was like a huge eye opener for me. I'm like, damn, little guy, like I'm sorry. Like and truly sorry. And then my problem is that when I admit a fuck up, yeah, I then cannot let go of beating myself up about it. Like, I wish I could just be like, oh, man, that sucked. I won't do that again. Moving yeah. on. But I'm like, Agreed. oh, man, that sucked. I'm terrible. Oh, yeah. man, why did I do that? I feel like that's the ways mommies break every day a little bit. <laughs> like, you know? Yes, I agree. We have to be kinder to ourselves because we – there's just so – like, there's just so, just so much. It's 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 – I like a never said, ending you know, job. I, I'm like feeling like golden age, but also in the back of my mind is this whole like, you know, my daughter's going into middle school, which is crazy. <gasps> it's crazy. Middle school. Middle school. So yeah. now we're all like, I want to wait till eighth for a cell phone. Yeah. Do you know how many people wait till eighth? Nobody. Freaking nobody. Right? <laughs> no, I feel that way too. I'm always like, <gasps> nobody, I want to like, I'm like, my daughter's going to be the only one. I'm like. Uh, yeah. I, I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, I, I feel all sorts of torn about it because I do feel like if there's a life situation, meaning right. yeah. uh, getting the bus alone or doing after school activities alone and needing me to pick you up and all that stuff and not being able to communicate is one thing. I'm strictly anti, I mean, they have Roblox, they play Roblox, yeah. and Minecraft <laughs> and stuff, but they, of course. they have zero social media, zero. They can't yeah. even go on TikTok. They have no TikTok, none, no, of, yeah. none of it on their iPad, zero. And that policy is staying yeah. because, you know, I have a little bit of a different perspective than yes. some of the other moms on the social media of it all, being an actor and, yes. and all of that. And I'm like, yes. well, mm-hmm. you are 11 years old the fuck you need to worry about likes right now no you yeah. don't you need to worry about like getting yes. getting good grades in school and a good night's sleep and like having fun with your friends and all of that it's so sad to me this whole social media so young so young it's so yeah it feels um it's just it puts another layer on you so as a kid stuff. that's I mean I just can't imagine that's it the 24 so 7 can't of it. handle it no, no yeah can, can you but imagine like, this starting can no. it, like how we are now for X amount of years? Gosh, no. I mean, I can't even imagine from no. being a kid to now having it a part of my life. I know. It, you know, the wonderful know. things about connectivity, yes. that's amazing. That's that amazing. Truly amazing. But the rest of it, man, I wish they would make some laws and be like, you can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't do social media. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just it just puts so much pressure, I think. I, I'm with you. It's it, it's the double-edged sword. It's like it puts so much is. pressure it on is. them, uh, to, like you said, to have likes and to be whatever this thing be, is. Or like, you know, when you didn't get invited to a party when you yes, were younger, it really yes. sucked. And your mom tried to make the best yes. of it and make you cookies and baked you something. Yes. And maybe yes. you went to the video store and rented yes. a video or something. But now... 
you can like two clicks away, you can I just know. see everything and then you that have, you're missing. Which just makes you feel awful, right? Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm with I'm, you. I, I feel awful. I just feel awful, awful for them. But at the same time, I'm like, you guys are going to do such amazing things as a generation. Yes, are going to be so agreed. much more open agreed. and loving and like. Yes, than, I mean because that's what I'm going to say. The other side of that is that if you feel like hopefully an outsider, you know, or whatever, you can find a community that might yes. not be in your hometown where you're like, right. oh, I don't feel like you know. So it, it it cuts both ways, but it's. I mean, it's the yeah. wild west. I'm with you. It's it's, it is it's the it's wild like, west. It's like letting your but kids. That's, you know, that's, that's what's like a big. Starbuck. That's like the big change between like, you know what breaks you when they're little to like, yes, you're you right. know, now you start talking about like the big stuff, like, Oh yeah. Cause that's like, okay. At what age do you want an online footprint where people yes. can like drag you like t- 20 years from now, from now for something dumb that you exactly. posted or wrote that you didn't exactly. know. Exactly. You know, I feel yeah. like the, yes. um, yes, you're right. It's, it's scary. It's scary just because well, it's teaching you're making people, like you all said. your mistakes. You're making all your mistakes yes. in public setting and that sucks. <laughs> No, I agree. And yeah. I think that's a great, that's a big conversation to have with your kids of like, um, my friend had that too with her daughter who's a little older was like, do you want, you know, in like 10 years or something, someone can go on your whatever social media and find this photo of you. And now it's on, it's on a billboard. Like you think about right. everything you're doing as if it's on a billboard that anyone can see, because that's yeah. basically what it is. That's so basically if you don't what it is. want that up that everyone can drive right. by and see, don't do it. Because you got to yeah. think about it that way. It's not some little thing that's happening in this tiny. It's it's everywhere, and anyone can get it at any time. Yeah, it's just I mean like, that's a lot kind of, of responsibility. Like that's huge. That's a lot of responsibility. That's hard for it's hard for me. To, you know, what yeah, I mean? I'm it's hard you. for I'm me you. too. I'm like, oh, keep it to planks. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep, plank. Keep it some more. I'm gonna post my bread and plank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch Marika plank, and then plank. I'll be like, I should plank. Um, uh-huh. Well, I listen to Phil Collins' "Easy Lover." That's my planking song. I love that song. Oh, I love uh, that. And uh, I love that. that's I'm about still it. On my Rosalia and Bad Bunny, La Noche. Oh, I love it. I love, I love it. that song. It's like the perfect length too for the three minute yeah, plank. Exactly for the perfect <laughs> for the plank. Um, yeah. Marika, you are awesome. You've been. Thank you, you so much awesome. for coming on and being oh, so open. For- I mean, honestly, you're awesome. I'm so happy to like do this. It was great. It's like I'm talking to a friend. Like I said, oh, now people are going to listen to it. Cut out the bad parts. <laughs> well, the, cut out the part where my son comes in here and wants demanding, demanding, uh, like some kind of game. Like that's the other thing. Like since the pandemic, we were always like, you can only play on your tablets um, on the weekend for like two hours. Yeah. And now we're like, do whatever you. I mean, we've lost so control. I mean, it will come back. I think by August. On the where we right. are in California, yeah, he'll yeah. finally go back to school, and then we'll get. He can start going to class. Like we will, we will get right. back to stuff. But I've kind of just given up on that. I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> we'll I all mean, survive. do you remember like before? It was like, don't use hand sanitizer. You're killing the yes. germs. Don't get antibacterial. Like everything's out the window. It is I the know. wild now, west now. It is now. Like, it's like and like everything. It's like screen time. Mm, yeah. Okay, make adjustments. Yeah, <laughs> make adjustments. Make adjustments. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like improv. I we're mean, constantly uh, saying we're being in the moment and adjusting in the, in the moment. moment and yeah. adjusting, listening. I think yes, ending. The, the one thing I feel like <laughs> that people, I, all people, should remember is like. We were surviving a pandemic. Guys. Yes, we did. Like, and we did it. It was and we did it. And it wasn't like fake. It, it was so many no. countries, it was the world. The it world. was like a lot. And I just kinda like, I don't know. 
it feels so bizarre now because it literally felt like two weeks ago someone flipped a switch and it was like, oh, vaccines, bye. Everyone's fine. Like, oh my gosh. I know. It's I'm like, with you. We have to give it. It's, I want to ease into it. <laughs> I, me too. I want to ease into it too. I'm, I, I will ease into it. I'm with you. And I think we, I think you're right. We have to give it its, its weight. Like we can't just be like, that's over. It's like, that was not that. That was a lot. And a lot for a lot of people. And I'm sure, yes. I'm pretty sure everyone, no matter what financial background you are, where you yes. live, you felt it in oh, every you felt which it. way. That's you right. You felt it. You it was not. It was just no. such a change from normal life That's that right. everyone is used to. Yeah. And it was, uh, frankly, it was terrifying last March. I'm sorry. It was so scary. It like was so scary. It was yeah. so scary. And also, not for nothing, like, I feel like we also learned during the pandemic, like, when people were like, let's get back to normal. It's like, well, the what normal, normal? Was, well, the normal was broken. I mean, like, mm-hmm. look at, I mean, I feel like if anything, let's, let's take what we learned from this pandemic time and not go back to normal. Let's make it better. Let's come mm-hmm. out and, like make better choices, uh, yes, stand up choices. for, uh, I mean, we're not supposed to get political on this, but probably get cat. I mean, black lives matter. Like we got to stand up. We got to yes. say what's right. And we can't go back because back was wrong. And yeah, I well, think, that's what I'm saying yeah. about like the next generation and stuff. I, I see with my kids and especially like, you know, I didn't sit on the dinner table talking about LGBTQ community nope. and, and me and nope. my kids talk about it quite often. You know, yes, we they have questions too. they want to know. They have a lot of friends that yeah. have like two moms or two dads. That's like, right. We are trying our, you know, we're raising them to be like, this is normal. Yes. And I think it's all books and it's pride month. And yes. we talk about pride month and what we're going to do. I'm what are we going to yeah. do for I'm, it? I'm, I'm, I know. I'm You're all always pride. All, You're always I'm pride. I'm always pride. I'm always pride. And my kids know it. And Scott got his pride sneakers and like yeah. they have their like rainbow shirts and, you know, love is love. And, that's it. Also, like, you know, the jury's out. I don't know. I don't know yet what my kids are or aren't. No, but I'm saying, too. I mean, I, I would know? be curious if you come back maybe <laughs> next year or something. Like, I mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends whose children are between the age of like 12 and 13, and they're very much – and. Uh, you know, like are they're telling their parents they don't they don't want to identify as male or female. They want to be um, uh, they theirs, and and mm-hmm. it's I mean this is a whole new thing for parents it's of our age too. New, yeah, and um, and the good news is because I feel like kids are being raised much more open minded. That if mm-hmm. someone comes to school and it's like I'm no longer whatever uh, Tabitha, yeah. now I'm just T, and I want to be they yeah. them. The kids are like great. The kids are like great. You know, they don't the even blink. The kids you know? don't care. It's 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 the, it's the parents, around. and so it's and, the parents. I, and and yeah. I also give parents. I mean, that's a huge shift. Like my friends that have done it have been like, I don't know if this is gonna stick. I don't know if this is a thing that they're doing, but they're kind of like the all I can do is say, okay, I respect that. I'll call you that, right. and then we'll see where it right. goes. You know, but I mean, that's because they hard. grow and change. Yeah, yes. they grow and they change and and all that stuff. Like. I'm I'm pretty proud of me and Scott because I think we really do have like a very open dialogue in yes. our house. It's amazing. And, and I think it's really important and yes. I want them to be like good citizens of the world. Yes. I really do. I want them to be like good humans. I know. I, I do. Well, and, I know and you're like, doing a great job and I know you're doing that. Thanks. I Aww, know you are. Thanks. Thank you. But also, you know, and it helps too, like, because I did play a lesbian on TV for a lot, you yeah. know, my kids saw that, like, it's an easy bridge. It's an easy way for us to yeah. discuss, like, like uh, I accept it. So you accept it. And, and that, that's it. <laughs> like, right. You know, well, and it's also, is, I feel like I'm getting 
whatever they can but I also feel like I think you do such a good job and we try our best over here too it's like um representation matters like in your friends mm-hmm. as well like if you hang out oh, in all of spaces of either all white people or all heterosexual oh, people yeah. even if you say the talk the kids don't see it right. so you have to make sure your kids are seeing people oh, yeah. no all my different kids kinds have... of people in their lives because that makes it right yep. it, it demystifies it it makes it just this is my uncle and that's his husband right or, right you know whatever it just makes it that's it just what makes life it part is. of their world. Yeah. It's just part of yeah, their world. Part of their and world. like everyone looks different and yeah. speaks differently That's and everyone right. has different jobs and comes yeah. from different backgrounds. You yes. know, I just did take a trip to take my kids to the projects I grew up in last Wednesday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And that yeah, was like now you a live big, pretty close. An hour, yeah, like an hour I mean, and a half, whatever. an hour yeah. and 15. Yeah, yeah, but driving distance. You yeah. know, it's not like I'm going to like fly across the country yeah. to go check out the old hood. Like yeah. I don't really like know people that live there anymore. Yeah. But, um, it was very interesting to see my daughter's like reaction of like, yeah. yes, that is my building and they have bars on the windows and this yeah. is what it looks like. And this was our playground. And no, I did not have a backyard and no, I did not have, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, yes. And I think instead of, cause she's heard all these stories, yeah, like how I, you know, I'm like, girl, we had one bathroom for five grownups in a house. And she's yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, like she just doesn't comprehend yeah. because yeah. She, her life is, very lovely and charmed, which is yes, great. Which is great. Because like it's the goal, right? Like, no, right. do you better see, for your kids than you right. have. Like, that is the goal. And, um, but it's also important that they know where we come from yeah. and what kind of people we are and, like, and to, just to see it. Like, and, just and, yeah, to see and it. And gratitude. I think a lot of that teaches, gratitude, like, gratitude. A lot of gratitude. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is, this was my, this was my childhood. And, like, yeah. Let's maybe not complain about yours. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, let's take a let's take a yeah. moment to think about let's how, take a moment. how lucky you are. Yeah. yeah, blessed and um and the hard work that goes into both. I mean, the, your parents certainly worked very hard and that's what they oh, did. It wasn't yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it it, right. it teaches a lot of that. Yeah. I think that's great. It, was, it, it, it dismisses like, a lot of ideas, I feel like, uh, false ideas of what that means, you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, just going and seeing, and then we took them to Coney Island, which I have to say, they really need to clean that thing up. It is, like, <laughs> not looking good post-pandemic. But it was, like, I'm like, yeah, Brooklyn is different. Everyone lives on top of each other, and yeah. these are the neighborhoods, and the houses are close together, and yeah. it, it is, you know, this is our grade school. Yeah. The the it, we had field day here, and she's like, "This is a parking lot." I was like, "I know." Yeah, this is we our field. field day here. This is the this parking is our lot. field. There's no yeah. grass, but this is like well, yeah. you know, we're in a city, girl. We're in a we're city. Not, it's you different. Know? That's yeah. right. Just so she can like see and know and like yes. just have it percolating in there. No, Although, I love like, it. My son, my nine year old, yeah. at the end of the day, is like, "Well, mom, I had a very interesting childhood." I said, "Okay, great." <laughs> Noted. Thanks. Noted. Son. Thank you. I do love that idea, though, giving your kids stuff to percolate. Yeah. Just so, a little, you, you know, know, I'm not like, you can jam it down their throat, like, instead of saying, like, when I was little, no, I yeah. didn't have a right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's okay, when I was little, this is what it looked like. And I took a dollar cab, and I explained to her what a dollar yeah. cab was to high school, and, like, all the stuff, and, like, just, like, you know, not jamming it in there like crazy, but, like, enough so she can think about it. Yeah. And, and have questions later, yes. or just, like, also, just so she knows stuff. Yes. Like that people live differently. Yes. Like, I, like and that's important. That and we were di- like yes. in a bubble in LA. Like my daughter, my yes. kids, maybe not me so much, but my kids. Yes. Uh, and although like I did a, 
you know, my due diligence with like amazing family friends from all yes. different backgrounds and shapes and sizes and whatever. It was a cushy, you know, private school kind of life. Um, yeah. Yep. Where it be, it was just, it was just different. I think that this public schools in Connecticut and all of that is just going to help them be more well-rounded people where they can fit with any situation and talk to anybody, like feel comfortable anywhere, you know, because you're comfortable with you. Yeah. You don't have to be with like the poorest people in the world or the richest people in the world or whatever, but like you can handle yourself wherever you are. I think that that is my goal with them. Yeah. That's the greatest, the greatest gift of all. That's not a song. Spit it up. (laughs) Um, um, Rika, I love yeah. you. I love seeing you. I love you I'm too. So, I'm so really happy you're here. I want to do a class. I want to do a class with you. <laughs> we'll I do a mommy class. Um, oh my gosh, mommy improv. That'd be mommy hilarious. improv. It would be hilarious. <laughs> Uh, so they always do this thing at the end of the podcast. I'll try to do it. I'm not as good as Basira Mahunda. So they do something like, so if you find yourself, um, eight and a half months pregnant, kicking down a door, like in a <laughs> heist movie. You're doing a great job. Or if you find yourself, awesome job. Or if you find yourself drinking in a Guinness, pumping, have SMS on, and two six-year-old ladies saying, those boobs ain't going to do it. You're doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Hi, my name is Eve Sturgis, and I have one question for you. Did you ever think about how much sex it takes to build a family tree? Those recreational DNA companies like 23andMe and Ancestry have such wholesome commercials about being Irish or Italian and connecting family and learning about heritage. But really, it's all about sex. Trust me, I made an entire podcast talking with people about the shocking discoveries and the deep, dark secrets that come to the surface with a few drops of spit. Season three of Everything's Relative with Eve Sturgis is coming at you April 16th from Campfire Media on all the pod platforms. 